Good morning. Welcome back to the midweek episode for Miskatonic uh, University's Remote Education Program, Lit 209, Graphical Literature and Society and History, aka the Comics Course. Um, I am continuing to fill the extra teaching hours that my department requires, this time by talking about uh, the recent decision by Warner Brothers to create a Green Lantern Corps TV show, which is a good idea. This is an excellent idea, in fact. However, when they revealed who the main character of the show would be, they revealed that it would be Guy Gardner. (sighs) Now, for those of you who don't know Guy Gardner, look at a Green Lantern comic and look for the one who borrowed his haircut from uh, 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 Moe of the Three Stooges. And that's Guy Gardner. Yes. Uh, The history of Guy Gardner, for those who don't know, was that after Hall Jordan was introduced as Guy Gardner, they eventually decided that they wanted to introduce the idea of what if more than one person had been qualified to be Green Lantern. So they revealed that when the Green uh, Lantern Ring, uh, as Abinsur is dying, scanned the planet, they only found two people on the whole planet who were qualified to be Green Lantern, both of which, of course, were heterosis white males living in America. I mean, not even Canada. I mean, that, that was too far a stretch for them. Wow, even Canada's too progressive for them. Yeah, right. Um, apparently, they might be concerned that they might speak French or something, and that would destroy the all-American image of an intergalactic space force. Oh, um, so anyway, Guy Gardner was this nice guy. I think he was a football coach, all this stuff. Then he got a brain injury, woke up from it, and was a grade A asshole. Uh, That asshole is the closest thing he's had to a defining iconic trait, and the closest thing he's had to a defining iconic moment being Batman bitch-slapping him into unconsciousness when Guy Gardner tried uh, talking down to him and saying, you're just a guy, what could you do to me? Um, That's what. Yeah. Variants on that moment have been replayed in other media later, for example old uh, sort of retcons of the Justice League's formation when Hal Jordan is uh, speaking poorly of the Batman he just met and without realizing it, Batman has slipped, pulled the ring off his finger and is analyzing it, causing him to go back to his flight suit. So it was Um, more of an iconic Batman moment than a Guy Gardner moment. Right, because it's carried on into more iterations of Batman. Um, I think this is actually kind of why... Batman, uh, sorry, why Guy Gardner has been picked. By the way, Batman has been a Green Lantern in a number of alternate universe and other versions. Um, He was even offered a Yellow Lantern ring during uh, one event. Um, I think Batman as the star character of the Green Lantern TV series would be a better choice than Guy Gardner. Uh So, but they're going with Guy Gardner. And I think the reason is, is that it mostly a blank slate. Nothing is ever, despite being around a long time and them being able to say, we have this long running Green Lantern who's been published in thousands of comics. Oh my God, what is that sound? I don't know what that was. It sounded like a bubbling coming up from inside the walls. Um, that's slightly terrifying. We'll have to deal with that at what some is future the, point. What is the science class doing? I don't know. We never should have let the uh, uh, xenobiology folks use the lower classrooms while theirs were being fumigated. Yeah, that really was a bad idea. And do you really have to fumigate with flamethrowers? It seems a little weird to me. Anyway. You um, don't want to know what they do in there. I probably don't. I, I trust that it was necessary. Okay. So, 
Guy Gardner, after uh, the days of Keith Giffen's Justice League International, got included in future Green Lantern books. Many of the writers tried to mitigate uh, his assholeness by making him more likable, by making him somebody who could be leaned on. During the 90s, there was a time period they tried to distinguish him by having it established that he was, in fact, of alien DNA and renamed him Warrior because he was the living Vudorian warrior or something. I think that might have gotten retconned during one of the reboots. I don't know. Um, they've, so they've done all this stuff with him. And they've even inexplicably made him part of the honor guard of the Green Lantern Corps. Um, so, oh, oh, and they, he's been a Red Lantern and other stuff. I should mention that. But none of this has ever really stuck. None of it's ever defined his character. None of it's been iconic. So I mentioned that I think one of the motivations of the show is to have somebody who's been around a long time as a Green Lantern, but he's kind of a blank slate they can do almost anything they want with. And I suspect the Guy Gardner they're going to show is a much more likable character than the one that's often been present in the comics. So what you're saying is they chose the character that they could do the most with and change, but they still need to change a character from the comics, so they chose him instead of making a new character. Right, because if they took Hal Jordan, who has tons of baggage, including some iconic things that are really negative, or they took Kyle Rayner, um, who has a lot of iconic elements, they'd have to stick with those. Uh, so they've gone with Guy Gardner. And I should note, there's been a third Green Lantern that was established who is not going to be on my list here, and I'm going to mention the list in a second. Um, because this is the thing that's pissed me the feckin' off this week, is the guy Gardner being the star of the TV show. Uh, the third one was Charlie Vickers, another white hetero cis male American. So those are our first three uh, Green Lantern Corps members. And then they later established that there was at least one additional uh, Green Lantern from Earth before Hal Jordan in a later story who was from the Old West, who was a, you guessed it, cis, white, white American, American male. Right. So, you know, so let's go through our list. I'm going to give you a list of the ten in descending order from least wanted to most <coughs> wanted characters. Did you breathe in some of those fumes from the fumigation? Maybe. <laughs> I've been told hemlock's a good cure for it. But that's also from the xenobiology folks who eat those weird mushrooms that they grow under this uh, administration building. So, oh, God, you know. I'm going to go see a nurse after this. Yeah, that's probably best. Um, so, the 10th most one that I'd like to see instead of Guy Gardner is Hall Jordan. Um, and I think Hall Jordan's an extremely damaged character. I know people love him because of legacy. But after the whole parallax thing... Where they're like, oh, well, he literally killed millions of people. But he was being influenced by this extra-dimensional force, so we should let him off. With a warning to not do it again. But, they, you know, I read the stuff where they did that, and it wasn't really clear that he didn't have free will. And it was really clear that they were, that it was drawing on his direct emotions. That does not seem like somebody I would entrust with being you know, uh, 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 this figure he has continued to be in the comics. And the, they just let it off with a, hey, don't kill people again? Right. And don't commit genocide. Killing millions of people, bad, okay? Um, 
But I'd still rather see him than Guy Gardner. Mm-hmm. Next up, literally any core member. That's right. Any member of the Green Lantern Corps. There are, at any given time, according to, you know, before the most recent battery destruction, they even mentioned this in the comics when the battery got destroyed recently, they said the most recent battery destruction, because it remained untouched for billions of years and has blown up like 12 times in the last 20 years. Um, 12 is an exaggeration, but I don't think 5 is. So... But until very recently, there were 7,200 Green Lanterns, plus some special purpose ones. Pick any of them. And then more through history. Next up, Teen Lantern. I forget her alter ego name. Uh, she technically has not been a member of the Green Lantern Corps. She was a scavenger from Brazil. I should say is. She still is. She's 11 years old. She was introduced in the relaunch of Young Justice in 2018. And basically, a Green Lantern died uh, in the junkyards, killed by an alien, and left behind this backpack and glove, which functions like a Green Lantern ring, and apparently has some sort of connection to the central power battery, but doesn't require it for power. The Guardians have been very concerned about it because it appears to be using the design from Krona, who was a guardian who went evil, back from when they were the Maltusian race, uh, his design for a gauntlet, for a power gauntlet, which they later reverse-engineered to create the power rings. But it is not the exact same design, and it's still a mystery about where it came from. But I'm not a big fan of shows centered around kids, especially ones that have proven to be immature and annoying, still rather see her than a grown adult being immature and annoying, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. Guy Gardner. Next up, number seven, Simon Baz. Simon Baz had a story arc that was annoying. Um, now, I liked his intro, his introduction. Rings went to find two new people on Earth. One of them was an innocent uh, Middle Eastern American who was being held in Guantanamo Bay on suspicion of terrorism unfairly. And that was Simon. Aww. And the ring busted him out. Uh, and he's never quite trusted the ring and carried a gun for a long time. Now, I like the idea of that not trusting the ring, but thinking a gun is going to do you any good against the kind of threats you face as a Green Lantern is just stupid. Yeah. Um, still, despite a history of being a knucklehead and relatively small character growth, still rather have that than Guy Gardner. Next up, John Stewart, number five on my list. Or, sorry, number six. Uh, the only reason John Stewart is not higher on my list, and he was the next Green Lantern introduced to be the successor after Hall Jordan. Isn't, uh, hmm? isn't he a fan favorite? He is a fan favorite, absolutely. And many, many people would have him number one on their list. He's been around a long time, he's well established. Uh, he was a Marine Corps member and then an architect. He has a lot of iconic mem. However, for the show, he has a lot of iconic elements that would make introduction into the show difficult. For example, uh, he was responsible for the destruction of a whole planet. He had a wife, Katmatu, that died. Um, removing these would be problematic in the show. And yet would piss fans off if you didn't include them. Mm -hmm. But interfere with the story arc. And he's been around a long time. He's been in Justice League cartoons and things like that. 
So I think one of the goals of the Corps is to establish in the show the idea of this Green Lantern Corps, of many different members. So I think they want to give some highlight to somebody that's not already had a lot of exposure, which is why I don't have him higher on the list. Uh, next up, now I want to say, I mainly kept this list to human Green Lantern Corps members. Why? Because obviously that's a bias they're going to use for the show. They're not going to consider... Um, for example, the Green Lantern who is a mathematical formula, the Green Lantern that is a smallpox virus, the Green Lantern who is a giant humanoid uh, of bubbling lava with an erupting volcano for a head. Even though I think that'd be fun to watch. It'd be fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. I mean, I, I'd watch it. Absolutely. Um but they're going to they're gonna want to go for that human connection element. Mm -hmm. But I'm including on the list Opalet, who is a sentient plant from another solar system who carries his own spawnling and, as seeds in a bag with it. Aww. Now, I've always loved Opalet as a character. I've loved him since, and I'm using him generically here, it, uh, maybe they since first appearances way back in Green Lantern Corps. And I think you actually could do something interesting. You could do an interesting environmental story related to Earth. You'd get to really emphasize the alienness of some of the members of the Corps. You would get to um, do stories as the fish out of water where they have to learn about Earth because they could use the ring to emulate a human body. Yeah, so... And so I think you could still do Earth stories. Now, if you wanted to just go whole hog off Earth, another option is... And I'd love to see them do this. I'd love to see them do a Tales of the Green Lantern Corps feature within the TV show, like do a 45-minute TV show and then 15 minutes at the end for small standalone stories uh, where Mogo uh, introduces them. Mogo being the Green Lantern who is a planet. He is a Mogo. sentient planet. Which is awesome. Another possibility is somebody like Arisia, um, who is a teenage girl humanoid. In fact, the only reason you don't know she's human is some sort of elfy ears and funky skin tone, both of which could be easily hidden by a ring. And you could have her be a fish out of water story on Earth. In fact, I hope she is supporting. And since they are using Guy Gardner, he's had a close relationship, sort of big brother relationship with her, with some writers. And I... I've always liked her as a character. I hope they introduce her. And she has a history of being a character who has had difficulty at times, feeling like she's not going to live up to being a Green Lantern, who has concerns. But even though she was like a young teen female character being written in the 80s, she was never written as somebody who didn't deserve to be a Green Lantern. She was never written as somebody who didn't stand up when she needed to. That's good. And that would be, you know, a good character. I'd like show. to see that. Um, my next one on the list, and I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. I'm just not. It's Vietnamese. I'm going to slaughter it. We're just going to skip that. Um, but it is the Green Lantern, 13-year-old Green Lantern that was introduced in Green Lantern Legacy uh, by Min Lee, I believe is the author's name. This is not canon for the core DC universe, but has been used again in the uh, Asian character special DC published a few months ago. I hope to see him in regular use. I like the idea behind him, so long as it wasn't done super annoying. 
Number three, Kyle Rayner. Now, Kyle Rayner was created by Ron Mars back after they destroyed the Green Lantern Corps the first time. The and first time. people thought it might actually stick. And he was given the last ring by the last Guardian. And it was called the ultimate weapon in the universe. And one of the things different about Kyle Rayner from a lot of others is that he wasn't picked to be a member of the Corps. He was picked to be the standalone wielder of the last ring by a Guardian. And of course, he is a, let's repeat it, cis, cis white, white hetero, male, male from America. From America, right. But, you know, this was a relaunch where, you know, experimenting was not going to go far. No. So. But they did do some neat things with the character, including they made him an artist. And when written really well, Kyle Rayner's pages are just fun to watch with his elaborate, insane ring constructions. And I think they could have a lot of fun with the CGI doing really visually arresting things with some of the Kyle Rayner stuff. Isn't he another fan favorite? Uh, certainly among the comic book readers, I don't think he's been in many of the cartoons or other media, though. Okay. Uh, next up, relatively new character, Joe so Sojourner, uh, written by N.K. Jemison uh, for the uh, Far Sector 12-issue miniseries they did, or maxi-series, if you prefer that terminology. And she's in the currently running Volume 6 Green Lantern comic book series. Because, like Teen Lantern, her ring does not require the central power battery to operate. So the destruction of it is not a problem for her. Um, yeah, I, she's an interesting character. Far Sector was amazingly well-ridden. I'd, I'd be perfectly happy seeing her be the center of a new core show. The main problem they probably have is that she was introduced to be a core member in a Far Sector far away. So that kind of is probably clashing with their goal of the core, showing mm -hmm. off it in the show a lot. Mm -hmm. But N.K. Jemison is a hot topic right now. She's been winning awards and honors like crazy, and I would not be surprised to see them include the character to invoke the name of N.K. Jemison. Mm -hmm. uh, my final selection, number one, the character I'd most like to see be the star of the show, is Jessica Cruz. Jessica Cruz was one of Earth's New Green Lantern's when they assign two Green Lanterns specifically to Earth. She is a Latina who suffered from agoraphobia and was a shut-in and was picked not because she did not feel fear, but because she had the capacity to overcome her fear. And the ring helped her do that. And they did not rush it. It happened slowly. It was done a little cheese ball at times. Uh, but she's a great character. She continued to be a strong character through Justice League Odyssey. They've brought her back into the new Green Lantern series. They seem to have forgotten that in Justice League Odyssey, she gained Zeta Beam powers from Darkseid um, after he embedded fragments of her ring in her body. And now she is Green Lantern ringless again and has been reintroduced as a Yellow Lantern, which I'm not real fond of, but hopefully there is a reasonable good story arc there. The rationale for her being a Yellow Lantern is fine. The writers handled that well, but... We'll see where that goes. But her, the opportunity to use her to talk about fear as an element of life is really good and really effective in a way that somebody like the Hall Jordan uh, character or even Jon Stewart, who are always represented as naturally brave, aren't very good for. Unlike her, 
who has to overcome fear. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to cheat. And she's my number one because the premise is a single main character. But if we were allowed to have two main characters, what mm-hmm. I would ideally do is Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz. They were introduced together as the co-Green Lanterns of Earth. They rubbed each other wrong, they bounced off each other, and they built a close friendship and ability to work together. Um, and I'd love to see that as the center point of the show. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, th- those are my thoughts for the week. And we'll be back in a few more days with the next recorded class session on Black Panther, where we talk about Don McGregor's run on and jungle action which changed everything. All right, bye.